What's up, everybody? Luigi here, and I'm back. Back with Dadcast Games, episode five. Today, I got a couple topics that I want to talk about. I want to talk about what I've been playing. I want to talk about E3. Um, E3 has some news that came out, I think, last week. But since last week's episode was already done, I'm going to go ahead and talk about it today. Um, what else? What else? I want to talk a little bit about Hogwarts Legacy, which I've been playing for a little while um actually i just started yesterday playing it today is friday but i played it thursday thursday night i'm also going to talk a little bit about the nintendo direct that happened on the 8th earlier this week um i'm not going to waste too much of your time on that uh but i am going to mention some points from that event and i think that's it that's all i'm going to talk about today might be a little shorter podcast today but before we get into it, don't forget, go ahead and share this podcast with anybody you know that loves gaming. Anybody that, any gamer dad out there that you know, share it with them. Don't forget to follow. You know, follow is free for you guys and it helps me out a lot. Also, don't forget that I have a YouTube channel where I upload some of the VODs and then some of the gameplays that I've been doing for the games that I play. It's at YouTube at Dadcast Games. If you do check out the YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe. Like I said, it's free to you and helps me out a ton. I want to give a shout out to all of you guys out there. Finally reached the milestone. I am going to say one thing, though, before I say this. Before I started this podcast, uh, I was doing some research about podcasting and all that. And a lot of like the biggest... Uh, Tips that I got was not to worry about the numbers too much, at least not in the beginning. Obviously, if you want it to succeed, you do care about the numbers. But when you're first starting out, don't worry about it, right? So that's that's how I came into this podcasting right now is I'm not going to worry too much about the numbers. But if I do reach a milestone, I do want to give a shout out. So like I said... Shout out to all of you guys, everybody and anybody that has listened to this podcast and continues to listen week after week. I want to say thank you. You know, we finally reached 50 unique listeners. I got the email last week and it made me so happy. You know, I didn't think that I was going to reach this many people. Um, and I'm so grateful. I appreciate every single one of you that is listening and Everybody that's sharing the podcast, thank you. Thank you so much. And let's keep it going. You're listening to Dadcast Games. All right. So first topic that I want to talk about, it's going to be E3 2023. So there was some big news that came out about E3 last week. And apparently... The big three are not going to be at E3 this year. Who's the big three, you ask? Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft. They're not going to have a booth at E3 this year. So what's what's going to happen? What's going to happen to E3? Um, I'm going to Twitter real quick, see if I can find some of the posts that I had seen earlier this week. PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo are not going to be a part of E3. So what is it going to be the same this year? Is is E3 going to be the same E3 we've all known and loved from previous years? I don't know. That's hard to say. 
Um, it, it, it's, it's crazy to think that the biggest video gaming companies are not going to show up at one of the biggest video gaming events. So all these companies, Sony, Nintendo, and PlayStation, have their own events, and they're all digital. So I guess it makes a little bit of sense that they're not showing up because it saves them money from having to purchase that spot or that booth at, at the L.A. Convention Center because, man, the L.A. Convention Center is freaking expensive, I'm pretty sure, to get a spot there, right? So that's going to save them some time, right? And see, why else wouldn't they show up um, aside from their own digital releases that they have for their own little events, right? Um, another reason why I guess they wouldn't want to show up, and it, it makes sense to me in my head, would be because if they do show up, what do they have to do? They have to get demos ready for people to get hands-on, right? They got to get trailers ready if they don't have the game flushed out enough to play to get up like a playable version right and that in a way if you think about it takes away from the resources that they have for the developers to keep on making that game and working on that game rather no they have to come and make this playable demo for one weekend or you know a week at at the e3 event so uh, I'm not too bad about it. Um, I've only ever been to an E3 once before, and you know, I, I want to just—I'll tell you a little story about it later on. It, it was—it was an amazing experience being there. Um, but I understand why they're not going this year. The big three. Um, yeah, like I said, that they, they're gonna save a ton of money. They're going to save a ton of resources on having to make these playable demos for the public to play or for the media to play to try out, right? Um, and that's going to give them the focus that they need to keep on developing the games and working on the games, making them better, right? Um, so, you know, it, it's fine. It's not like I'm going to go to E3 anyways because the time that I did go, my, my good friend um, works in the industry and he got industry tickets to get in. And, you know, it was a really fun time. What what companies are going to be at E3? I mean, if the big three aren't going, who who else can take up their spots, right? Um, and just thinking about it, um, who can be there? Maybe, what, Sega? Sega usually shows up. Um, what Bandai Namco, maybe THQ, uh, THQ Nordic, right? That's what they're called now. Um, maybe Ubisoft. I don't know. That the, Ubisoft, they might be an iffy. I mean, what would they? What would Ubisoft announce? Um, I don't even know. Uh, who else? Um, I don't know. Maybe up in, uh, you know, smaller companies that are coming up. Uh, double A type that make double A titles, you know, maybe some indie developers, but I don't know. If, I don't even know if the indie developers would wanna, you know, pay so much money to be at an event. You know, they're they're already working on 
you know, scraps, you know, trying to get the best out of what they have, you know. I don't know if they want to spend that extra money on being at an event. Who else could be there, man? Um, Square Enix, maybe? Square Enix might be there to show off. Square Enix always has, like, a good lineup for their, for, like, the holidays, right? So maybe Square Enix? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's crazy to think, you know, right, that the biggest video gaming companies are going to be at E3. So, especially with all these freaking layoffs, man. Shout out to all the people. Uh, hopefully everything gets better for them, but it sucks that all these layoffs are happening in the, in the tech industry right now. Um, that affects a lot of these video gaming companies, right? You're listening to DadCast Games. So E3, let me get into a little bit of story of my experience at E3. Um, I've only ever had the opportunity to be able to go to an E3 twice. So the first time was back when I was in high school, dude. I think I was like, I want to say a sophomore or a junior. My friend's mom worked at GameStop. Yeah, GameStop at the warehouse or like the distribution center of GameStop, right? So she managed to get tickets through her employment. She got a pass to go to E3 for that year, which was in, what year was it? 2005, 2004, 2005, I think. One of those two years. And she's a, she was able to take two more people. So she was gonna take my friend and me, dude, and I was so excited, but I don't know what happened. My mom ended up finding out, and she's like, you better not miss school, because it was during the week, right? It was like, I don't know, Wednesday or something that we were going to go, and my mom ended up finding out. She, you know, ripped a hole in me. She's like, nope, you are not missing school for this stupid video gaming thing, and I was like, come on, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and suffice to say, she said, hell no. So I didn't go. I didn't go. Um, my friend's mom ended up going. And my friend didn't go either. I don't even know why he didn't go. But he ended up staying and he went to school with me. But his mom went and she ended up bringing a bunch of stuff like memory cards, um, controllers, a bunch of stuff. So... I had never known what E3 was about. I just knew that, oh, there's going to be video games that you can try out. And when she brought all that stuff, I was like, holy crap. Like, do they give all this stuff out to people? And she told us, yes. Yeah. So she put this thing in my head that, oh, if you go to E3, you're going to get a bunch of free stuff, like freebies just for being there. So, man, ever since then, I was always trying to trying to get, you know, trying to find a way to, to go there, right? And... It never happened. It never happened. But in my head, I was just like, damn, if you go to E3, you're going to come back with a bunch of video gaming, you know, swag and controllers and all this stuff. So let's move forward to what was it, 2017 or was it 2016? I'm not sure, but it was around like the time when Super Mario Odyssey was going to release and it was there was a, de a playable demo there that year my my good buddy um was able to t to get tickets so he took me right and i'm so grateful to him like dude you don't understand like 
that experience that year going to E3 with you was freaking amazing. Um, one of my other buddies, well, the one that got me the tickets uh, is somebody that I mentioned this podcast before. Um, his gamer tag is R- Ripina. So he he corrected me. I guess I kept saying Ripina, but it's not Ripina. It's Ripina. My bad. But yeah, Ripina was able to get tickets and he took me. Um, and I'm so grateful because he could have taken his wife, right? He could have gone with his wife and... No, you know, he he slept with the dogs that whole week just because he picked me to go to E3 with him. I'm just kidding. I don't know. But yeah, he ended up picking me to go with him and we had so much fun, right? It was a three-day event. We went all three days. Luckily, we, we live uh, near Los Angeles, so it's not that bad. We didn't have to get like hotel tickets or like stay at a hotel up there we just drove back home every night and we drove together we carpooled to LA every day and uh, we split the the parking uh, payments which in hindsight I should have just paid for him because he was able to to get the tickets for us Um, I remember we got there the very first thing that we saw we went to a little PlayStation like booth that was outside of the convention center that was selling a bunch of like PlayStation swag, right? Um, and they were promoting like MLB, like one of the MLB games, the show. And they were also promoting their cell phones that they were, that Sony had come out with. That if you bought that PlayStation con- or cell phone, you were able to play PlayStation games off of the cell phone via like uh, remote play or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I remember I ended up getting like a PlayStation t-shirt that was exclusive just to that shop. And I don't even know what happened to that shirt, man. I think my wife like threw it out or something. Whatever. I should have just, I should have kept it and like framed it or something. But no, I didn't. And then what did we do? We went inside and then we started seeing all these games, man. Like I was so overwhelmed with how many people there were too. Like I think that was about one of the first years where E3 allowed the public to buy tickets to go into the event so it was just oh man super crowd i'm not even gonna lie like it was that kind of killed the mood a little bit just because of all the wait time just to try to get to to try out some of the games right i remember we tried a bunch of games um but one of the biggest memories that i have from that year i got to meet charles martinet the original voice of Mario, you know, um, I always tell people like, check that off, check that off of my, my bucket list because, you know, as a child, you hear this, you know, it's a me, Mario voice. And you just like, who is that person? Right. And then just going to this event and seeing him was, was overwhelming. Like I was in shock. I was like, is that him? So so here's a little story, right? We were walking around the Nintendo area. Um, we had just finished playing uh, Mario Odyssey. I think we tried out like FIFA for for Nintendo. Like it was like one of the first times that FIFA was gonna be like on an, on a Nintendo game or something like that. I don't even remember. But so all I remember is we had just gotten off playing Super Mario Odyssey. They had a tournament going on for Arms. I don't know if you remember that game. And my friend Ripina and Tito, Tito was there too, by the way. Um, 
they they were like so anxious to get to to a different like booth right and i, I don't remember what game it was but ripping and tito were like no no no, we we got to go over here because this is you know we got to go try out this game and i'm not sure i think it might have been wolfenstein the second wolfenstein that came out for like ps4 or something and they wanted to go because if you went i think they were giving out like uh smoothies while you played while you tried out the game which pretty cool like we ended up going there but i told them like no bro like i wanna i wanna experience this like i wanna walk around some more just you know see what's going on here in this in this booth at this nintendo booth um so what happened is that tito and ripina ended up leaving and i stayed right and i was just walking around walking around and then all of a sudden I see Charles, Charles Martinet, the voice of of Mario, right? And he's talking to like the Nintendo staff there, and I'm like, "Is that him?" Like, I was scared, right? So, so what do I do? I grab my phone, I try to take a selfie, kind of like being a little bit like uh, like sneaky, you know, trying to get a picture of him in the back, but the the picture kept looking all all weird. Um, I don't know. I might I might upload these pictures to to twitter so if you guys want to check it out my twitter is l luigi 0136 l underscore luigi 0136 on twitter so el underscore luigi 0136 i'm gonna upload some of these pictures there of the time that i met charles martinet and like i'm very shy like if i don't know like I get nervous and stuff. I'm very shy. So, like, I was just like, ah, whatever, you know, I'll just, I'll just go. But then I was just like, no, bro, like, this is your one chance. Your one chance to meet, you know, the man who made your childhood, you know, as you grew up. So, you know, I got the courage, you know, I got, you know, I got the balls to, to go and go up to him. And I was like, hey, you know, you're Charles Martinet, right? And he looks at me. He's like, yeah. It's like, can I get a picture with you? And, Here's the thing, the, the like the reaction that he made like made me so sad. Like my heart sank when he did this. So it was me standing in front of them, right? So we were facing each other. It was Charles Martinet and the Nintendo guy, but Charles Martinet was closer to me. So what Charles Martinet did when I asked him, "Can I take a picture?" He walks around the Nintendo guy, like to get kind of like like it made it seem he made it seem like he was trying to get away from me right so he went around the nintendo guy he went to the further like a little bit further away from me and like when he did that I, like my heart sank like no lie like like i had that feeling in your your stomach like you're just like ah oh, sad devastated like i wanted to cry dude like i was just like oh, man like i shouldn't have done this like i knew i should have just left i should have been happy with the pictures i got and like i was like so sad right and then i told him like oh no it's cool you know i get it you know this is your job you get paid to to you know sign autographs and take pictures with people so it's cool i said that like i kind of just said that right kind of mumbling and then he gets closer to me he puts his arm around like my my shoulders and like kind of gives me a hug and he pulls me towards him and he's like no no it's not that i don't mind it He's just like, I just don't want to make a big scene. And he's like, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you take a couple pictures. And then I, that just made my day, dude. Like, I got so happy 
when he did that, like, like you don't even understand. If you watch the VOD of this podcast later on on YouTube, you'll just see, like, the nostalgia of just remembering that day that he, he hugged me and he pulled me towards him. He's like, yeah, take your pictures. And uh, I ended up taking the pictures, right? But I was so nervous, like, my hand was shaking. So the pictures kind of sucked. So I kind of took a picture, like, from, like, a selfie style from bottom to top, right? To not make, like, like he said, I don't want to make a big deal. So at the top, there's like a bunch of lights. So some of the lights were kind of getting in the way. So the picture wasn't very good. Um, thinking about it after that happened, I, sh I was like, I should have just recorded, you know, like I should have just recorded and then later on just take screenshots of whatever I wanted to, to keep as a picture. But whatever, I took the picture, right? And Charles Martinet is not a dumb person, right? He knew right away. He's like, oh, man, I got to get out of here. Because if not, this idiot right now is going to go around telling everybody, Charles Martinet is over at the Nintendo booth. Go, go. And he wasn't wrong, <laughs> right? Because as soon as I got those pictures, I messaged my friends. Hey, where are you? Um, the voice of Mario is here. The guy that does the voice of Mario. Like, come. And I couldn't find my friends, so I went out uh, the Nintendo area to try to find them, and they were in line to try to play some other game. I, like I said, I don't remember what game it was. And I told them, bro, freaking Charles Martinet is here. And my friend Rapina is like, Ripina, sorry. My friend Ripina was like, who the hell is that? I was like, bro, the voice of Mario, how do you not know? And my friend Tito's like, oh, for real? Like, because he knew who he was. And, I, and he's like, where? What? And he's like, fucker, how come you didn't tell us? You kept quiet. It's like, dude, you guys left me. What are you talking about? So sure enough, you know, like Charles, Mar like I said, Charles Martinet is not a dumb person. He knew I was trying to get going to get my friends or people, you know. So he booked it out of there. So when we got back to the Nintendo area, sure enough, Charles Martinet was gone. Um, the Nintendo guy was still there, but uh, he was gone. And then my friend was so pissed off. Um, I don't think he believed me until I showed him the pictures that I told him, like, bro, look, I got a picture with him. And he was so pissed. He was so mad. But I'm not going to lie. Like, that was just one of the, the, the most amazing feelings in, in the world. Just being able to, excuse me, to meet Charles Martinet, you know, um, and get that picture with him. So, you know, I know it's a long shot, but. If Charles Martinet ever hears a clip of this, you know, thank you so much for taking that picture. You don't understand what that meant to me. Like, it makes me, like, my inner child makes me so happy that I was able to take a picture with the voice of Mario, you know, the person who makes, who made Mario and Luigi come to life. So, man, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get, I'll get an autograph, which is highly doubtful, but... Ah, uh, man, just having that picture in my repertoire is awesome. So like I said, I'm going to go ahead and upload these pictures to, to Twitter. So if you want to see them, um, my Twitter handle is L underscore Luigi 0136. Check it out. You're listening to DadCast Games. Next topic that I want to talk about is the Nintendo Direct that just happened on February 8th. I didn't watch it live. I ended up watching it the very next day because I had to work and then, you know, by the time I get off of work and I actually have time to set up the the recording setup, it takes a while. So I ended up just, all right, I just go to sleep and I'll do it in the, during the day when my kids are at school because uh, the next day is, is my day off. So I don't work the very next day. So 
I watched the Nintendo Direct, um, and I do have a, like a reaction video on YouTube if you want to check it out. Dadcast Games at YouTube. Go check it out. Um, and like I said in that video, I'm not going to waste your guys' time because I, I thought it was dumb. Like, I thought it was boring, this Nintendo. And it's no lie. My friends know it. You know, my family knows it. I'm a big Nintendo fan. Like, I, like I wouldn't go too far as saying as a fanboy, but I, I know that one of my friends is always criticizing me, saying, you're a fanboy. You, you do anything Nintendo. And sure, you know, like, if you want to say that, yeah, I'm a fanboy, but to be honest, man, this Nintendo Direct sucked. There was nothing that excited me from Nintendo. And I do want to, you know, touch on a, uh, one topic in particular, which is gaming prices, right? But before we get into that, uh, I'm going to just tell you a few of the things that I'm excited for that they mentioned in that. And probably the only one thing, one of the games that I'm excited that they announced was um, Pikmin 4. Uh, I doubt I'll get that game when it comes out. So Pikmin 4, the, the trailer looks fun. Like it looks a lot of fun. Uh, the, game, the game's going to be released at $59.99, $60, which is fair, right? Nintendo doesn't really have the, the hardware to play anything that's higher quality, you know, better graphics or anything. So $59.99, it's, it's fine, you know. That's a fine price to, to price point your game. It's going to, uh, Pikmin 4 is going to release in July, like July 21st. Let me look it up. Yeah, July 21st, 2023. Um, that's one of the games that I guess I'm looking forward to, but not really because, um, I doubt I'll get it right away. Then one of the other announcements that they made was Game Boy coming to Nintendo Switch Online. Um, so if you have the cheaper version of the Switch Online, you get Game Boy and I think like Game Boy Color games with that subscription model. And if you have the expensive Nintendo Online, the expanded or whatever it's called, you get Game Boy Advance games, and that's what I'm excited about. The Game Boy Advanced uh, games coming to Switch. Now, granted, a lot of these games came out for the Wii U. If you remember, the Wii U had the shop where you could get uh, Game Boy Advance games. So a lot of those games that were on the Wii U are just getting ported over to the Switch for that subscription model. So if you have it, you're going to have um, access to those Game Boy Advance games. Um, I would want to go play those, but I, right now I only have the base model online subscription. I don't have the expensive one. I didn't find enough value in it. Right. But maybe now with the Game Boy Advance games, I might pull the trigger and get that. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. And then the last thing that they, uh, mentioned was Legend of Zelda, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. So... Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is going to be releasing on May 12th. So in about two months, dude, like or three months, right? Um, we're reaching the end of this month. So like two and a half months, whatever details, right? Um, this is where the controversy kind of kind of begins, right? 
So apparently, if you pre-ordered this game before this announcement, you were able to pre-order for $59.99, which is, in my opinion, you know, a good a good price point to begin with, right? But Nintendo being who they are, they're like, well, you know, this is going to be a brand new game with better graphics, bigger game. We're going to price this at $69.99, 70 bucks. Right. And this is where it starts getting annoying. And I'm getting annoyed by Nintendo, by the things that they do, because they feel like their customers, their loyal fan base are going to pay for it anyways. Right. And it's true. A lot of the people are still going to buy at that price point. Me, to be honest, as much as I want to play this game, just because what Nintendo is doing, saying, oh, it's going to be $70 on release just because everybody else is putting their games at 70 bucks. It doesn't sit well with me. Like I'm not going to completely boycott the game, but I am going to wait until at least it drops down in price, um, which is kind of hard because Nintendo games just never freaking drop down in price. I don't know why. I don't know why. But yeah, Nintendo decided we're going to put this game at 70 bucks. And it's annoying, right, that the that this company is a Nintendo can can be like, well, this is going to be a ga big game. People are going to buy it. I want to put it at 70 bucks just like PlayStation and you know, Xbox. But keep in mind, PlayStation and Xbox have next-gen graphics. The Nintendo Switch doesn't. Like if the Nintendo Switch had next-gen graphics, you know, 4K graphics or something, then okay. Put it at 70 bucks, but you have this system that's, you know, withering away. That's not as powerful as the new systems. And don't don't get me wrong. You know, I've never been a person that's like, oh, the more powerful, the better, because it's not true. You know, as long as the games are fun, right, um, you can justify that the graphics are not as good. But this console is dying. The Nintendo Switch is... It's on its way out. You guys, Nintendo should already have, if not, they should be working on a new console already, you know, concept to come out and hopefully um, rival what Sony and Microsoft are doing uh, graphically, graphic-wise, right? Hoping that they have next-gen graphics because it, it's getting a little old. It's get, you know, they're, they're not... These games are not looking very good. Look at a uh, Pokemon, man. Look how many freaking issues it had. That game could be such a beautiful and awesome, amazing game, but the hardware is not there. Like their hardware is not where it needs to be for them to be coming out with such amazing, beautiful, graphically intense games. So Nintendo, do better. Do better release this game at 60 bucks i'll buy it but not at 70. i'm sorry but i will not be paying 70 dollars for this game and um unless somebody else buys it for me like i i i cannot i cannot back you guys up on this like i i don't have any excuses for you because there's none there is none for you to be releasing this game zelda tears of kingdom at 70 bucks 
right? Um, what do you think? What do you guys think? Uh, would you be buying this game, Tears of the Kingdom, when it releases? Um, Cause I'm not. I'm not gonna buy it at seventy bucks. Um, and then one last thing that I do want to mention, Tito. I already said it on the video of my reaction video of uh, the Nintendo Direct. But screw you, Tito. Why didn't you tell me to pre-order the game when you saw the damn Nintendo Direct, bro? So apparently, you were able to pre-order it for 60 bucks, but then Nintendo released that. No, it's going to be 70 So all these companies pulled all the pre-order um, thingies, and you weren't able to pre-order it. So like my good friend Ripina, Tito, they both were able to pre-order the game for $59.99. But anybody else that tried later on, like Best Buy and Amazon, they pulled their pre-orders. And now they're at 70 bucks. So uh, I'm assuming, right, assuming that, you know, those companies or the people that got the, the pre-order at 60 bucks, those companies are going to honor the price and, you know, let them get the game for that price. Um, but yeah, Tito, screw you. Maybe next time mention it before you even pre-order it. So if you see that, you know, hey, right away, I got a message Luigi right now. Hey, bro, I'm about to pre-order Legend of Zelda. It's at 60 bucks now. You may want to do it now. I don't know. Screw you, Tito. Screw you. This fool waited two hours to finally tell me that he pre-ordered the Tears of the Kingdom. And then when he did tell me, he's like, oh, by the way, uh, it's not 60 bucks anymore. It's $70. So screw you, Tito. Screw you. Can't emphasize it enough. Screw you. You're listening to DadCast Games. All right. Last topic that I want to talk about today is going to be Hogwarts Legacy. Okay. Um, I already knew that this was a game that I was going to play right away. Like I was going to spend my money. But I was trying to see if I could save some money on it, right? Um, they got me, though. They got me good because they said that if you got the deluxe edition, you were going to be able to play it three days earlier, like 72 hours in advance or something like that, right? <sighs> so what happened, right? This whole, this whole week before the game came out, I was over there debating with my friend uh, Rippin'. We're like, hey, you know, what What are you going to get it on? What console? Um, are you going to get the deluxe edition? Are you going to get the regular edition? Um, and uh, we were debating it, right? So we ended up coming up with uh, with an agreement, right? He pre-ordered it, Rippin'a, on Xbox for the regular one, the whatever it was, 60 bucks or 70 bucks, right? Yeah, I think 70 bucks or something like that. And then he told me, all right, let's do this. You could download my account to your Xbox and then you can play it as long as you have my Xbox account on there. And I was like, all right, bro, like, that's cool, you know. And what I was going to do, I was just going to sell him like uh, half of the game, half of the price of the game, kind of just split it. But what ended up happening is my beautiful wife <laughs> uh, ended up pre-ordering the game for me. Without my knowledge, right? I didn't know she pre-ordered it. Uh, but the funny thing is that <laughs> um, 
she had gone because on Tuesdays I, I get out of work earlier to go to class, right? To go to school. So that day, you know, I was waiting to get to go to my to my class and I call my wife. She's at work and I tell her, all right, I have a dilemma here. My friend just told me that he'll share the game with me. And then I was thinking I'd just give him like $35. We split the game and we both half the game, right? But then I really want this game. Like I want to have it in my collection. So I want to buy the physical copy. So I have this dilemma and I was asking her like, what do you think I should do? And she starts laughing at me, right? And she brings up an episode of uh, The Big Bang Theory. I don't know if you guys ever seen The Big Bang Theory. So there's an episode of The Big Bang Theory where Sheldon is talking to Amy, his girlfriend, right? And he's debating whether to get the place, the new PlayStation or the Xbox. And he's like giving the pros and cons for each one. And she starts laughing. It's like, bro, like she starts laughing and she tells me, dude, like right now you remind me of Sheldon when he's over there trying to explain to Amy what system he wants and like giving her the pros and cons pretty much doing that for Hogwarts legacy right now <laughs> so I don't know I just thought it was a funny thing that she brought that up that I guess I was being like Sheldon at the time where I was just like I don't know if I should get it digitally or physically or if I should just split the game with my friend anyway that was the day that she 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 told me the news she's like well, you don't have to worry about it. I already pre-ordered it for you. I got it for you on the on the Xbox, and I got you the deluxe edition. And I was like, what? Really? She's like, yeah, really. So as much as she hates my expensive gaming hobby, she truly does love me because she sometimes surprises me with things like this. You know, like I, I was so excited for this game. So she ended up pre-ordering it for me because she knew I wasn't going to do it. So I ended up getting the Xbox version for and the deluxe edition thanks to my to my beautiful wife. So I want to thank you, baby. Thank you so much. I love you. Um, and I've been playing it. I played it yesterday all day. My my wife had some errands to run and she did not drag me with her so she could let me play all day. So thank you so much and I but I've been enjoying the game so so much like it's very good you know um I'm not gonna bring up too much about this but I finally found out why people were boycotting the game and I just want to say you know just because you have differing differing opinions right on certain topics doesn't mean you have to boycott the entire the entirety of whatever said thing in this case a video game right there's so many people that worked on this video game that want to see it succeed and just because of something that the the original creator of this series the harry potter series said right doesn't mean that we should punish the people who worked very hard on this game um this game is very very good and that's all i'm going to say about that i do not want to bring any controversy to this um but yeah the game is good right the game is very good um and i recommend you getting it whether you're a harry potter fan or not um if you just like the 
you know, having magic type adventure games, this is a very good game for you to to play because it's, it's really good. It's very well made. It's polished. You know, there's some I experienced a little bit of bugs here and there, but it's nothing game breaking. So if you want to play this game, I highly recommend you do it. And that's all. Um, I'm about to wrap it up here. Uh, if you do want to watch me play Hogwarts Legacy, I did uh, record a couple gameplays. And they're on my YouTube channel, Dadcast Games. Go check it out. I don't know. It's getting a little bit overwhelming since I have work. You know, I have the podcast going. And I really want to upload my gameplays. But just I don't have that time like I can't find the time or the energy sometimes to go sit down and edit these videos or edit the podcast. So I have to choose one or the other. Um, I really wish I could do all of it. But at this point in time, it doesn't seem like I'll be able to. I'll do as much as I can. But I know that that's not good for the, in this case, a YouTube channel, right? If I want it to grow, obviously I have to be consistent with the, with the content that I supply. But being that I find a, I find it very difficult to be able to do this podcast, do the videos, do the gameplay, edit the videos, edit the podcast. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work on top of, you know, having to do homework, having to go to work. It's it's very difficult because if I do all that, then that means I have to sacrifice something else, which is, you know, spending time with my family, spending time with my kids, uh, with my wife. Um, and I don't want to do that. Like, I, I always want to give the time to my family first and then this but I don't know I don't know um the podcast though this is something I, I've been wanting to do for a, for a while so I'm gonna continue doing the podcast and like I said if I have time to do any of the gameplay footage I will so that's where I stand on that with that being said guys um everybody here listening um, I'm about to wrap it up. You're listening to Dadcast Games. I want to thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Um, at Spotify. I'm also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and now also on iHeartRadio. So if you're in any of those platforms, go ahead and download any past episodes. Share them with your friends and family. Any gamers out there, anybody that you know that loves video games, uh, share it with them. It helps me out a ton. And, you know, it's free to you guys. Like I said before, it's free. It doesn't cost you a thing. Just a little click of the follow, you know, download the episodes. Um, and it helps me out. It helps me out a ton. Also, don't forget, if you're listening to to the podcast on Spotify, I always do two questions at the end. So... Listen to the end of the podcast, and then if you click on the episode and scroll all the way down on your podcast app, um, there's two questions that you can answer. Usually, one of the questions is, what did you think of this episode? And then I'll throw in another question based on the the content of this episode. So if you guys can interact that, answer those questions, it, it helps me out a ton. Um, you can also leave feedback there. I listen to all the feedback, anything you guys let me know. I try to work on it. And with that being said, I want to thank you guys. And I'll see you guys on the next one.
Later.